たたたらたたらたたたらたた I don't know what's happening right now. Hi, everyone, and Hi. welcome to the Mary and Jerry podcast, where we talk about、uh, faith. <laughs> I don't know. We talk about faith, faith family, family preparedness. Studying, yeah, being prepared for our podcast. Oh, we don't really talk about that no, because we we're, never really, we're never really prepared. But today it's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Dun, 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 dun. Why is it the Temple of Doom? Because we're going on an archaeological expedition. Dun, 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 dun. Well, can't you find dun, like a happier archaeological expedition than the Temple of Doom? Okay, there's, there's the、um, you know, Last Crusade. You chose poorly. <laughs> That would be more of mine. Okay, so today's podcast, my friends, is inspired by. Is inspired by what? An archaeological expedition. Oh, so, so we decided. Recently, so last weekend, as we were going through some things in the house, we found.、Uh, so we have been decluttering over the、right. course of the summer. The last room is Mary's office, or as I call it, the Temple of Doom. <laughs> That's why you call it the Temple. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Okay. So we went through some boxes, including that have not been opened. Mind、yeah. you, in decades, like since Reagan was president, I、yeah. think、um, these are papers and keepsakes, mementos, all the stuff、um, that was my parents. And then when my parents passed away, it was my sisters. And then when my sister passed away, I, I, it became ours because it's like all the family history, right? You ha- always have that one member of the family that's like the family genealogy. Genealogist, I was going to say genealogist, like Donna, make your three wishes, Donna.、Um, like I dream of genie. Like I dream of genie. Okay. Genealogist, wow, like just. So, do you remember your great uncle Albert on your dad's side? And I'm like, no, sorry, I I don't remember. You know,、well, he was dead by the time you were、yeah. born. So <laughs> right, but there's always that one family member、right. that is the person that、Correct. goes to what is that website?、Um, The genealogy website, you know, genealogy dot com, mydeadancestors dot com, or whatever it is, ancestry dot com. That's Ancest- my dead ancestors. Close enough. Okay. So we found a treasure trove, treasure trove. of papers. Say, I'm going to stop the rambling, Jerry. Let's get to it's it. It's not rambling; it's context. No. Of our school papers, our grade school papers. Dun. Dun, 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 now dun. mine go.、Uh, why are you doing the?、Indiana、Because if、Jones? you look at this now, check this out. For those of you on YouTube, it doesn't really care on the pod. Does this not look like parchment paper from the Alexandria <laughs> Library? No, it's not. It's the Big Chief tablet. And for anyone of a certain age, we wrote in the Big Chief tablet. That is, those of you that get AAR invitations in the mail、A-A-R-P. every yeah AARP every week. You remember the Big Chief tablet? Now, when I was going to school, in from first to. Second grade, we had the Big Chief tablets,、mm-hmm. and then beginning in the third grade, we had the marble tablets. Do you remember the marble, the black and white marble tablets? No, that were sewn together in the middle. That was、no. just a Catholic school thing.、Okay. That was a Catholic school thing in Collinsville,、so, Oklahoma. Salut.、Uh, we used Big Chief tablets through sixth grade because you're in middle school. You got the spiral-bound notebooks from the very first Walmart that we got out in Oklahoma, out, out by us, out by the German church. German corner is what they the German corner where、mm-hmm. the German church was,、mm-hmm. and that's where the Walmart was. Okay, back in the nineteen seventies. This has relevance. How? I, I'm just telling you. You're just going down、I'm, the rabbit hole of the big chief tablet. 
Well, in the 1970s, right? Because you remember what you wore to school in the 1970s too, right? Tough skin jeans from Sears. <laughs> yeah, baby. I got my brother's hand-me-downs. I know, me too. Except for when I went to Catholic school, we had uniforms. Oh, the box dreaded pleats. box pleats. And what, are that, what is that thing you had? Peter Pan collar. Peter Pan collar. Yes. We just had clean jeans and... Striped shirts, lots stri- of stripes. Oh, so many. So many stripes. Horizontal stripes, too. <laughs> So, many so, so when we were talking about what we wanted to do for the next podcast, and we came, we kind of stumbled upon these papers. I mean, I think we, we had knew to blow we had dust them. off of them. Yeah, we had them, but we, anyways, it was a surprise. It was a lovely surprise. But what we thought was after we started reading through some of these papers, um, what we realized was how much our childhood, especially elementary school, influenced both of us throughout the remainder of our life. That's correct. Like there were experiences that we had in elementary school. I think they might call that trauma these days. Possibly. Yes, I know for me, definitely. For those of you that listen to Mary's birthday podcast, you know that she had a stellar academic record of mischief and criminal activity. Was it stellar? Uh, Apparently you were legendary. It was above average. uh, Apparently you were legendary at... I was the shrine of St. Jude. Well, it wasn't the shrine of St. Jude when I started there. It became the shrine of St. Jude. It became the shrine of St. Jude. I wonder why. Hmm, Because there was a miracle that was reported with. Yeah, you made it through eighth grade. (laughs) That is not how a shrine happens. But it was was a miracle that you made it through eighth grade. I'm just saying. Yes, it was. My parents were very dedicated uh, rosary prayers and mass goers. And no, it became a shrine, I believe, sometime in the, the mid 70s, because there was a miracle that occurred we had a, we have at that parish a first class relic of saint jude mm-hmm. and there was someone was healed and okay. so because there was a miracle that was actually documented that's how that parish saint jude became the shrine of saint jude speaking of miracle that was documented let's talk about those those report cards will we hmm. yeah okay so what okay, we were talking about was as i was reading my <laughs> kindergarten report card would you call this foreshadowing for how you are today well, apparently I've always I've always had certain traits that have existed since the beginning of my educational experience. Oh, do tell. Well, there's this one they talk about work habits on the this is back when the teachers would handwrite your your report card. So this beautiful cursive handwriting. And um, you had a lot written up. There was a lot. There was a mm. lot. What grade was this? This was kindergarten. And so Mrs. Laney, I remember mm-hmm. very well at Carl Sandburg Elementary School, mm-hmm. which was three blocks from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote on 120, so January 20th, 1973. So this was my first report card in structured school. <laughs> so she says, for my work habits, mm-hmm. she said, Mary Beth has excellent work habits mm-hmm. most of the time. Such a declarative word. Sometimes- Was that underlined by any chance? No, just sometimes in the very early fall, she would appear more, end quotes, moody and less well-motivated from time to time. Well, that hasn't changed much in 50 years, has it? (laughs) But I was- was, I was four. I turned five in kindergarten. I know. You were very advanced. I was young. I was a late baby. I was five turning six. But she has gained in persistence as she has matured. 
Like perseverance. Yes, I was Passionate. very persistent. Perseverance. Yes. Okay. Mm, I see what you did there. I see what I did there. Um, and apparently I'm very considerate of other children's feelings and I work quietly during the work sessions. And then you go six months later in June of 1973. Mm-hmm. And apparently I had learned to work independently during the activity period of each day. And then she kept saying that um, I ask for help when I need it. Otherwise, I have restrained myself in seeking mm-hmm. the teacher's help. And she tries to work out problems using her own initiative. And then we begin this theme that continues throughout, like, I think till the fifth grade, where for some reason, I was, Mary Beth cares for school property as well as her own. She is often a good organizer in returning equipment to its proper place in the classroom. They said that in kindergarten. They said that in first grade. They said that in second grade. They said that in third grade. And then apparently, apparently I that, stopped caring. Because well, that was before you discovered saran wrap and Vaseline, apparently. <laughs> That's before I became Now let's truly go back rebellious. to 1973 for Jerry. Anyways. Because Jerry... Because I was in kindergarten, but Jerry was in the third grade. I was in the third grade. Because I married myself an now, older man. I prefer to think of it as more mature and experienced. <laughs> You're only three years older than me. Get over it. Come on. Now, Share with this the This is all my mother saved. Like, of all of my academic records. All of it, including, like, you have your, your high school diploma. I did find my high school diploma. You have all of your report cards from the Naval Academy. We'll talk about that in a minute. Well... Really, do we need to talk about the fact that the NSA ain't got nothing on your mama? No Like, she kidding. knew everything. She knew everything. Anyway, everything. we'll talk about that in a minute. But now, so apparently the only thing my mother saved, and my mother was a pack rat. Like, no, she I was think, a hoarder. Didn't we find, like, the bill for my braces? No, we found the bill for your birth, and then right behind it- was, like, a dollar ninety-eight. No, it was uh, $3.26. That's yeah. what was left after insurance. Yeah. And then we found we found the bill for your braces. We found um, like my the parents- bills for both of your broken arms. Oh, yeah. Well, mm, that was happening the same summer. Anyway, so in 1973, I was in third grade. Now, this this teacher had a great influence on me. This is Alice Aldridge. This is Aldridge. Mm-hmm. Who, was, who I think started teaching when, like, Truman was president, right? She had been at... At Wilson Elementary School in Connsville, Oklahoma. Salute for like. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. Jerry does this thing every time he says Collinsville, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Salute, right? Mm -hmm. And that comes from this tremendously stupid show in the 1970s called. Hee Haw. Hee Haw. And he does this because it drives me freaking Bananas. Actually, it is an homage to a great piece of Americana, Hee Haw, which is actually one of the greatest um, live television talent shows ever produced. Great. But it has nothing to do with... I just like saying it because I know it irritates you. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> do we need to go back to the marriage episode? No, that, I think that's our next podcast episode. But anyway. Another marriage episode? Because we need to be in therapy basically for the rest of our lives? Well, after looking at these at these reports and papers from my childhood, apparently I do. Anyway, so Alice Aldridge had a great influence on me. And actually, I remember her, she, she actually retired like right after I went to the Naval Academy. And I remember her seeing me one one um, Christmas or whatever when I came home as a midshipman. And I think she cried or she something. She did. 
Because she remembers me back in the third grade. Now let's go in the way back This was machine. the year that Jerry cut off the legs to his turkey, his Thanksgiving right? turkey. So for those of you that are on the video, this doesn't very well carry over to the podcast. But on this particular page, this is my spelling test that I got a 90 on. 90? You missed one word. I missed one word. And big letter, big <laughs> slow down and think. Okay, now why was Mrs. Aldridge, she like, I was reading through these papers of yours and this woman this woman like was not always gentle she, she was, was not gentle oh no see so if you ever wonder why boomers are the way we are why is the boomer in chief the way the boomer in chief is because just like we say at the class of 87 at the naval academy we had the last real childhood where people expected you had certain expectations of you where you were wild and free. Like for those of you born of a certain area, don't you remember in the summertime you got up, you had breakfast and you disappeared for the day. Yeah. Until you went to the pool. Mom always took you to the pool. And you learn very quickly that the, the, the thing that you never, ever, ever, ever told your mother in the ever. summertime was mom, I'm bored. <clears throat> That is just bad. Because you would find yourself on the working end of a mop or a sponge. Personally, for me, it was the working end of a toothbrush, a bleach and water solution, and one inch uh, ceramic bathroom tiles. So, like, the entire, every summer of my growing up, my parents had absolutely no idea where I was during well, the day. Well, my mom always knew where we were. I she was didn't somewhere know in she the town of Collinsville. Exactly. She, we, she knew we were somewhere in the neighborhood, and she knew that, you know, like, she didn't know exactly what we were doing. I mean, we no. would always go to the big field behind the house and play, or we'd go up to the basketball court. The point courts. is, they had absolutely no clue no, where they were. They and as my us. daddy would say, well, don't worry, he'll come home when he's hungry. <laughs> yes. So you would go out and play all day. You'd come all home for lunch. for lunch. You'd go back out and play all day. No, see, you got to go back out and play? No, in my house, we'd come home for lunch. Uh, first of all, in the morning, because there are... Uh, I had trouble learning how to read. So in the morning during the summer, the first hour of the morning, I would have to do some, they called it SRA. So this learning program, oh, whatever. Oh, I remember that. The SRA. Mm -hmm. So I would have to do my SRA work and then I could go play and then we'd come back in for lunch. And then mom usually took us either to the pool or she took us to the library. Well, yeah, there were eight of you to corral. So yeah. in my case, And then we came me. home with our books and it was great. And I had two and a half acres. So my parents knew I was- I did not. Usually when they came to look for me, they came to look for me in the creek. Yes. And then they got- mildly irritated and took me over by the pump house and hosed me down. And if you ever had the world's coldest water, it came out of the pump house. <laughs> anyway, so this is my next math test. Again, I got a 90. This is actually, here, video evidence for those of you on video. It says, all right, Jerry, war on you has been declared. Now, why? Let's go over oh, why Mrs. Aldridge would B say this. work, because she, because Because you didn't write, you didn't write your letters clearly. And apparently you didn't I check did, your work. I, I was in a hurry and I you did were in not, a hurry. I did not check and my Mrs. work. And Mrs. Aldridge knew to expect better of you. Now, sometimes she would go, you see, I told you that you could do it, didn't I? I'm very proud of you. That was few and far between. So, Jerry, what was it that you were deathly terrified growing up? Oh, the worst weapon in the world besides Catholic guilt. You weren't Catholic, you were Lutheran. I know, is Elner Pearl disapproval. Mm, that's that your was, mama. And that was my mama. Elner Pearl disapproval. That was a bad thing. Now, Jerry Don, do you think you could have done better? Ouch. That was like every Wednesday for me. Now, Jerry Don, was that your best effort? 
Oh, my, my, my dad used to ask me that all the time. Right. Mary Beth, was that your best effort? Oh. Well, like on that day, maybe or not. So, so yes, childhood definitely forms you as an adult, doesn't it? Now, I it do does. wanted to go back into some history of... The uh, Gracia story. And if He's very ever, proud of this. Oh, this yes. was he, the whole reason for this podcast. If you want to know why uh, we're doing this podcast, it's because, it's because of because the, Jerry found the origins of the Grouchy Historian. That's right. We go way back into the mists of time. Dun, dun, so in dun, 1973, dun. in the third grade, there was a tie for second place on your patriotism, patriotism essay, pa- essay. Kind of contest. So read it, honey. First of all, this is the best handwriting I've ever seen of yours. Yeah, this ever. is back when we learned cursive, or as I like to call it, boomer encryption, because <laughs> no millennial can read cursive because they're not. They I love this. Are anymore. you ready? It you says ready? patriotism mm-hmm. exclamation point. Exclamation point. What does it mean to you? Exclamation point. To me, it means freedom. Back in 1776, we couldn't do anything without asking. That's right. Unaware. But we fought for freedom and got it. Boom. We set up the Constitution of the United States. There you go, baby. Right there. 1973 at the ripe old age of eight. eight. Constitution. Boom. We also set up freedom. Apparently, we, we the set United up States, set up freedom. That's right. No, that's, that's incorrect. Right. America. But okay. we, we in the U.S. have opportunities we should use. There are freedom of speech, religious freedom, uh, freedom from want, and fear. Now, that's a very famous quote from who? From FDR. From FDR's FDR. Four Freedoms during World War II. See? Boom. And then you go on to say we should respect the flag. Just think, if we didn't have the flag, what would we use to stand for our country? We should all participate in the bicentennial groups. Okay. Because that was right three years right before, before the, the bicentennial. bicentennial. We should be glad to live in this country, shouldn't we? Question mark. Merca. Be happy we can make up our minds on what right and wrong Oh, there's no apostrophe S on what right and wrong for our country. What's right and wrong? Okay, I actually it made was a the third grade. <laughs> yes. We have there the right no to vote. There was no spell check back then. And petition our government if we don't like something. Wow. Do you think maybe you should start teaching that now? <laughs> Wait. I know. We should Weird, care for our it? country. We uh-huh. can be anything we want and do anything we want. If you were... uh I don't know what that says. If you were, oh, if you were patriotic, you would respect your country and its laws. You should work for your country and love it. You should respect famous people's birthdays and celebrate them. That's not Taylor Swift. That's like George Washington. We should care for our flag and take care of it. The flag stands for something important. Red is for. Something and courage. Sacrifice. Hardness? No. What is that? Hardness and courage. I guess. White is for purity and innocence, and blue is for justice. I had no idea that's what those meant. We should respect the laws of our country. Without laws, we could not bring the guilty down to justice. (laughs) We should respect July 4th, 1976, for our 200th birthday and for freedom patriotism now what does it mean to you boom the grouchy historian right wow there you go wow and if i were to go into my third grade this is where mary would start to see this letter called i as in needs improvement (laughs) 
Apparently, language, arithmetic, reading, reading comprehension, I, 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 I. And then what I'm really fascinated by was deportment and effort. Uh-huh. Was that an I? Big old eyes. Capital. Capitalized. Bold. Bold. So apparently I started to have some issues. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I didn't start. I pretty much was born a rebel. But um, yeah. And apparently I wanted to be a ballerina. Or you wanted to look like Dorothy Hamill. Uh, I did in the fourth grade. I got the Dorothy Hamill haircut. Mm-hmm. I did. She was she was the most famous um, skater. No, she had won at the, wasn't it the 1976 Olympics, the Winter Olympics? That she won her gold medal? I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly Not really certain. Sure. I don't know. But then we go on, and, and, and apparently I was very, um, I did the shot put in the fifth grade. Didn't, I don't remember uh, doing the shot put in the fifth grade, but I did. I also ran the 440. Yeah. There you go. So I ran. I ran. You don't run so, so much far now. Away. You just kind of walk to the fridge. Look at this. Like I was getting D pluses. Oh, I failed my first quarter of mathematics. Shocking. <gasps> What'd you do in religion? This is in fifth grade. How'd you do in religion? Going to a religion? Catholic school. It was satisfactory. <laughs> it was satisfactory. Satisfactory. Uh, religion was always like it, it wasn't a graded uh, like A B C D until like junior high. Uh, okay. Oh my, oh no, satisfactory. I'm just still so satisfactory. And look, mathematics, I failed again. Third quarter of my sixth grade year. Oh my word. Meanwhile, Mary. traveling back to the third grade, mm. here's a here's an actual letter. Here you go. Again, for those of you watching on video, that's right. I did not use a quill pen, just to be clear. <laughs> it says, Dear mother and father, don't forget to come to open house tonight. You may come anytime from seven to nine o'clock. O'clock. And underline, please double underline. Don't forget to take me. Apparently you went to like much, back to school night. Much love, Jerry. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did. Okay. Know. This is my favorite. But what's your favorite thing that I this wrote This is in my the absolute third favorite. Grade? So uh, Jerry. Keep in mind, third grade. Okay. So Jerry, how do I describe this situation? So Jerry is not always clued into the most intricate details. Really? No, you're not. As a program manager and a project manager, you're like a 10,000 foot view and then you break it down for your team. But as far as like details and remembering things here at home. Oh no, that's your job. That is correct. So when I read this, I laughed so hard. uh, I was almost a bathroom. I'm just like, honey, what are we doing tonight? What is the only question I ever ask at home? What's for dinner? That's right. That's all I need to know. Everything else. Okay, is that just... is incorrect. You ask me lots of other questions, usually when you see a new pair of shoes, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my favorite piece from Jerry's third grade year, which is the only papers that we have for you. Uh-huh. He had to write a description of his father. Hey, that's right. I this that's is awesome. so sweet. Go ahead, go it's ahead. So go awesome. Ahead. My father. This is what he looks like. He has gray hair and his hair is dark, dark, dark brown. He is five inches tall. (laughs) He weighs 140 pounds. Apparently he's defying physics. Mm -hmm. He wears a shoe size six, which 
No, you were, were a size six in the in the third grade. Your dad was like a 10. Anyways, what does your father do? Well, my father works for IBM. He fixes machines. My father loves football and he loves tinkering on cars. And that is very, very true. The last three sentences are your father. But I'd like to bring it back to how your father is five inches tall and 140 pounds. That's that's defying physics in a way. Totally awesome cursive handwriting though, right? I just like but it defies it in a way that is just it's it's too it's cute. Too so what's cute. the point of all this, honey? The point of all this is to kind of look back and there are moments in our lives that really define us. There are formative moments. There are formative help, moments. They help form our psyche. And or psycho as the case may be. It's funny because I can I can remember very clearly mm-hmm. um, situations in grade school, very clearly. But when I get to high school, when I struggled a lot um, socially, I struggled academically, I literally don't remember a lot of it. And I think it's just simply because it's just so hard. It's such a hard memory for me. Yeah. Oh, what about you with high school? Hmm. No, I, I don't. Okay. So here's my high school story. High school is a place you go to to get the heck out of town. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, I like, like, I, you know what? I'm not, I've never, ever, ever considered being one of those peoples that, you know, what was that song by, Br- by, by Bruce Springsteen? Glory days, right? You know, reliving the high school mem- now. I'm like, totally don't care. Now, most of my fun memories are from the Naval Academy because I did a lot of crazy stuff there that's highly memorable but high school no not so much high no. school was just like was hard. like like we actually have my high school yearbook right that was mm-hmm. always fun to look at because you're just like first of all dig the 80s hair and fashions <laughs> yeah we we're those oh, yeah. people that watched um was that stranger things for all oh, the yes. 80s references <gasps> i i owned a couple of those dressers and I, I'm like, I remember that mall with the Orange Julius, with the Tower mm-hmm. Records, mm-hmm. with the uh, Spencer Gifts and, you know, all of that mm-hmm. good stuff. Oh, Spencer Gifts. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, and, and like, you know, Saturday night or Friday night, Friday night in Collinsville, Oklahoma. Salute. You were cruising Maine on Friday night. If you weren't playing a football game. Now, keep in mind, in Collinsville, Oklahoma, if you wanted to rob the entire town blind, you just wait for Friday night, and you could literally rob every house. You could empty every house, and nobody would know because they'd be at Salee Field watching the football game. Football game, game. yeah. Right? And well, we I just want to note that we Friday. had lights before the big city of Rockville, Maryland did. We didn't have lights until after I left high school. Huh. And we, or maybe we got them in the middle. I don't know. But we didn't do Friday night football. We did uh, Saturday football. Like Who one does o'clock. that? Like that's, that kills your whole weekend. Like see, Friday night, you play football, you're done. Boom. You're out of there. No, see, on, and you on, have the weekend to, you know, do whatever. No, Friday, uh, Saturday was junior varsity at 11. Varsity at one or two, I can't remember. And then in the in the afternoon after that, you would, you know, on homecoming weekend, everybody would go to their respective corners, get ready, come back for the homecoming dance. Oh. Or else you'd go and you'd um, go to down 355 to the McDonald's where you get a, um, a large French fry hot out of the oven or out of the fryer and um, get a medium chocolate shake and dip the French fries in the shake. Wait a minute. That was what we did. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. You yep. did what? Or else we went to Mother's no, Pizza. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Back up. You dipped French fries mm-hmm. in a chocolate shake. Why, yes, I what did. What the heck is yummy. wrong with you? 
It's called salty and sweet. No, 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 no. No, I, 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 I mean, I understand that concept, but fries in a chocolate shake. That You've is, never done that? No. That oh, it's just so wrong. good. It's so good. It's so good. Now, we went down to the Cardinal Dare Dip. <laughs> That's what they called it. The so Dare Dip. We had the dare, well, we had this sort of weird traffic pattern. So we had four roads come together right outside of town in sort of this kind of funky traffic circle. And right in the middle of the traffic circle was the Cardinal Dairy Dip. How did and you I, get to the Dairy Dip? Did you have to park somewhere else well, and you walk just, to Well, it? no, you sort of parked at the Dairy Dip, but you didn't hang out there. You, dro- you, dro- you, you drove up, you parked, you grabbed your ice cream, you got in your car and left because there was no place to, it, you, to hang out. To sit down. Mm-hmm. You just went to the Dairy Dip. And then what did you do? You took your ice cream home and you had your ice cream. And did you like watch movies with friends or so what got, did you do? What, on Saturday? On Friday nights. Well, you were at the football game. But oh, no, on no. Saturday, By the time you were at the football game, you went home and went to bed. If you were me. You did, well, if you were me, that's what I did too. <laughs> we, were, we were so popular in yeah, high school. Whatever. We were part of the school um, games. Did you ever have to go to summer school? No. At the Naval Academy you did. Now, just to be clear, I volunteered to go to summer school. Why? Because I was, uh, it's a very long story. Um, first of all, because I go hang out with my super cool girlfriend because I was you. a senior and had a 66 Mustang, coolest car ever. Second, uh, I was trying to catch up on some courses because I changed. From, you changed majors. I yeah. changed majors and I had to be behind. Uh, and I ended up being a little behind, so I wanted to catch up because it's my senior year. And I didn't want to take a full academic load my senior year. I wanted to hang out and have fun. And as, you did. As much fun as you can have at an institution. <laughs> Well, I had to go to summer school several times. Now, what subject do you think I was constantly going to summer school for? Deportment. No, you don't go to Science, summer school. For, no. Math. Mathematics. Shocking. <laughs> Shocked you are. So when I was Didn't a sophomore- did you just get like a final mercy passing? They're just like, oh my gosh, we cannot handle this anymore. My freshman year- Just of- give her a D and move her along. <laughs> my freshman year of high school, I failed algebra one. Part one. Okay, like they split it. There's a sequel. Yes. And then I went, they said, okay, well, you know, go to summer school. So I went to summer school. And in summer school on Algebra 1, Part 1, I got a B. I know the only, like, I've only gotten two. How does that really, work? I, because it was summer school and there was, you know, I was there and I got, I guess I got tutored. I don't know. Um, and you so got I schooled. showed up, I got schooled. So I showed up for my sophomore year and I failed Algebra 1, Part 2. So I ended up going back to summer school that summer so that I could become a junior. Now, my junior year, I had to take geometry. Now, most of the kids in my school were already on to Algebra 2 and Trig and all of that. Proofs. I had to take geometry. I hated them. Did you have proofs? I hated them. That angle A is congruent to angle C. Why does it matter? I'm not going to be an architect or an interior designer. I don't care. Oh, those drove me crazy too. Because you had to like had this sort of weird abstracting thinking ability. And I'm just like, no, just give me the formula. Like Y equals MX plus B. I can do that all day long. What is that? Rise over run. What? Slope of a line. Does that even mean? Slope and Y intersect. Who cares? Anyways, I know how to sew clothes. I know the slope of a, I know fabric. Let's not talk about slopes too much. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyways, so I went through geometry and I got a D. I passed. So my senior year, I have to take a math class and my counselor is looking at me and he's like, Mary, I just, I'm not going to put you in algebra two. I, just, I cannot in mean. good conscience do that to you. <laughs> yeah, that like seriously, mean. that's what he said. I cannot no, in good I conscience do that. And he goes, have you ever considered taking business math? 
And I'm oh. like, what the heck is business math? Well, business math is all basically how to run a small business. And the final exam for business math mm-hmm. of the year that you have to pass in order to, to get it an A is to fill out a tax refund. You mean a 1040? A 10, a 10. A tax return. A, yeah. Like what, what are they called back then? Well, they're 10, the same. They're always called the 1040. C or something. Cause yeah. I had, I was, I, I. You had probably had an A, the short version. Whatever. It was one page. Yeah, 1040A, the short I had version. been filling that out since I was 14 because I worked. So you're like, school! I'm like, oh, I can do that. So I basically just sat there. I had to start my own small business. So I sold mugs that had, um, what did I, I designed the design on the coffee mug. I didn't even drink coffee at that point, but I saw my future and my love of coffee. Even then, Apparently. I was very forward thinking. Uh-huh. And and I had to design like Rockville High School because that's the high school I went to, Rockville Rams. So I designed, you know, I couldn't, I had a friend that was a gr- in the graphic arts class. So I used to bring the um, peanut bags of peanut M&Ms and I would give her one for every design she did for me. Well, that's a small business thing. You're basically paying for a service. Right. And You're then I helped her. Services. And then I helped her make her prom dress because I had already taken home ac and I knew how to sew. Well, there you go. So we bartered, right? So we learned bartering. So I didn't have to actually, you know. But I showed up like I got an A in that class. That's the only time I've ever gotten an A in mathematics because mm-hmm. I was running a small business. Well, and here we are 40 years later. I'm running three. Uh-huh. <laughs> But anyways, as we were talking about this, you might be listening to this going, oh my gosh, who cares? Well, what we realized was we have not changed a lot at our core value. Would you say? No, you definitely bring your childhood into your adulthood. Shocking. But I mean, yeah. Like you are a man who does, you... Other people's opinion of you, especially in the professional realm, holds great weight. Yeah. And how you do your job. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, I know, but I mean, it's, it's, it, like, I didn't care. Like, I worked, I've worked my, if you don't like how I'm doing my job, then, and if you're somebody in a position over me and you feel that I'm doing something that's hurting the company, then I will listen. Right. But if, if it's a personal opinion on, well, I would never do it that way or I would never do, I, I don't, Whatever. Great. You do that in life a lot, too. I do. I I'm don't. I don't. The I, There are two people that I care about their opinions. God and you. Okay. Just checking. Making sure I'm in there somewhere. Yeah. The, the Holy Trinity and you. And maybe my best friend, Christine, because, you know, she's my bestie. Okay. But. Wow. Anyways, when, when we were walking through this, and I'm looking at deportment. I, I, I. I'm looking at effort. I'm looking at failing at math. Um. I think for me, there was a lot of shame growing up. Like that's, it was, it, it flew around the classroom like it was the air, you know? The teachers really, they would- The teachers did not care about your feelings, feelings or your no. self-esteem. There was humiliation involved you either as motivation. Or you didn't. Or you didn't, right? And- It's very, know, very different from today's classroom. No. there were, Everybody did not get a, a participation trophy. trophy. Nope. Right? You earned that sucker. Like, if you were in first place, you earned that bad boy. Yep. You know? And, you know, my particularly my parents- um, for all, all of us, all of my siblings mm-hmm. and I, they, they're like, <clears throat> the one thing that I hate life, hate in life most, Jared Don, is someone that does not live up to their potential. Oh, 
Wow, that's a strong statement for the. Uh, but see, that's sixth my dad. Grader. My dad and my mom were the same thing. That You're was not their generation, your, right? Yeah. You did not waste your talent or your potential because you were lazy and didn't want to work. You. There's a phrase that I would use that I can't because we're on a family podcast, but it starts with "suck it the up, suck it up, and <laughs> get it done, and get it done." Yeah, right, definitely. And, and you know, they don't care about your feelings. They no. just you get it done, get it done. And I had apparently a lot of feelings because uh, apparently I was not had. only <laughs> I was not only moody in kindergarten, but I was quite moody in fifth grade and very moody in seventh and eighth grade, and still moody at fifty five. Six. Six. Thanks. Wow. Just you don't even know how old your wife is? I, hmm. I just ignore it. Age is just a number. Details. Did I say what I say? Details. Mm. So, Jerry. Yes, dear. How would you, if you could go back, knowing mm. what you know now, oh. what would you do differently? In, in what? High school? In, in grade school, in high school. What would you do differently? Honestly, you know what I think I would do? I mean, absolutely no kidding. You know what I think I would do? What? And I would probably suck at it, but I would do it anyway just to say I did it. What? I'd probably go play football. Really? Yep. I think you would have. You I, love sports, so I have you no just I, didn't have a lot of confidence in yourself to play not, sports. Yeah, I have no idea what I would have done or if I would have been a bench warmer or whatever, but or the uh, water instead boy. of being in the, in the marching band, I, I think I would have played football. Because um, I could have hit people and gotten hit. <laughs> Wouldn't have bothered me. Bother I mean, I was, I, I was, I was not like going to be like a wide receiver or, you know, anybody that had to run be fast. A lineman. Yeah. A lineman, I, sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I was, eh, I could have been big enough. I was a pretty big dude, but I'm, yeah, not, as long as I didn't have to have speed, I can take up space and hit people. <laughs> I think if I could go back, knowing what I know now, and do something differently, I would have, um, I would not have quit so easily. Mm. I would not have quit things so easily or uh, given into my feelings so much. Yeah. I think I would have fought that so much harder. But um, I will say that the, the parent disapproval was one of the reasons mm. that I did not quit at the Naval Academy. Yeah. Because you know how your parents use that reverse psychology on you? I hope you have a, ch what? No, and the, you know, because I, I told my parents, you know, first semester plebeer was not a happy camper. It was a no. bad, it was a dark time. It was a dark time and in Jerry's I'm like, world. And I'm like, well, you know, mom, I, you know, I told my parents, I said, you know, I this is just, a, this is just really hard. And, you know, I had an Air Force RTC scholarship to Oklahoma State. So I said, you know, I can just come home and, you know, take a semester off and then go back and you know my mom's like well if you think that's what's best oh, I'm just like oh yeah read between the lines if you, you want to totally disappoint us quitter loser <laughs> so I said yeah no I ain't gonna do that yeah. so I didn't and um, now back to the NSA thing so what I also found out later after my mom and dad both passed we were at my sister's house one day going through papers um, having so many a, papers. a voyage of self-discovery. <laughs> and I found an entire notebook, a uh, binder book, one of mm -hmm. those big photo binders that was my entire Naval Academy career. And yep. I go, because we used to get quarterly report cards. My parents, my mother, not my dad. My dad wouldn't have given a rat. Oh, yes, he would have. He, I'm sure he, re he read every single my one My mother of those. saved every report card I yep. got at the Naval Academy. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And my <laughs> sister's like, what? I said... I didn't know that my p 
parents were getting my report card. And she's like, oh, yeah, your mom signed up for it, like Parents Weekend, your plebe summer. And I'm like, they never told us this. Now, my parents never said a thing. They're like, so how's school going, Jordan? How's your, parents, your grades? Your parents really believed in natural consequences. They oh. really did. Didn't yours? Um, my parents were very authoritarian and... So my dad, my dad, the way my dad parented was, if you don't, I will. Oh no, my parents were, if you don't, you're going to suffer the consequences. Right, and my and my mother was that way. My mother is like, well, if you don't do that, then well, yes, you're gonna, then you're gonna have to pay the price. But I was so um, determined to do it my way. Still are. And you know what? Is that a bad thing? Sometimes. When is it a bad thing when, when it comes to the budget? It. Yes. When it, when I don't do it your way. Correct. <laughs> okay. When it comes to the budget. But I think what that did for me was that gave me a backbone to be able to weather the whole like not popular, super popular, all that stuff in high school and college. And when by the time I hit my like 35, I was like done. Well, that was our parents. Uh, our parents are like, you, you go figure it out. If you had a problem with somebody, you go figure it out. If you, if you, um, you know, are having a challenge with something, you know, our parents were not helicopter parents. No. So okay, so here's a question for you then, Jerry. That then th- why did we become helicopter parents? Because we were. That. Is one of the great mysteries of life. I, no, it is I, because that's like they weren't helicopter we parents, totally but were. we became helicopter parents. I know. I mean, and, we talked with our son about this uh, sometimes, and, and he's like, and "Yeah, we, you are. We, you're in we, it all, the, and, all of it." And we paid the price for it. Well, yeah, right. Because at the end of the day, kids we, have to figure it out. We were deter. We were deter. We were both of us were at a certain uh, determined to do things our own way. Yeah, and to make you know, we, as my daddy used to say, son. You're free and over 21. You graduated from college. You're on your own. You're no longer my responsibility. You're no longer my responsibility. And and I, I yeah, and that's the way it was. You know, that was our generation. When yeah. you graduated high school, you had a you had a couple of choices. You could join the military, right? Go to work. You could go to work, or, or you could go, go to, to college. college. And and that was it. Like you weren't. And you, nobody judged. Like it wasn't like you're not going to college. I mean, nobody. There wasn't this sort of like no. a social. But but Pressure that was the that deal. You there, had to go. You and did do not have um, what do they call them? Uh, the kid boomerang. There was no boomerang children. No. You mm-hmm. got your butt out the house, mm-hmm. and unless like some huge calamity happened, Correct. like you lost your house in a tornado or something, or you know job loss or death in the family, you did not come back home. You're no. like dad, I, mom, and dad. I'm going to move back home and go to graduate school. No, you're not, son. Well, you can go to graduate school, but you're you, going to you get a go job when you figure it out how yeah. to pay for it yourself. So yeah. Yeah, that was that was. I just our find generation. it fascinating that we were so. Um, but see, the pendulum swings, though, right? Because right. now, well, the next gen- our children, our are children very are like, I'm not going to parent like you are, and I'm like, right. good. I, but we weren't perfect. We, you know. But I said, but yeah, it is kind of a generational. Yeah, it's it's interesting because yes, our children are very independent, like we were. They're awesome, and I'm like, yeah. cool. So. Anyway, it's interesting. I I just find it all fascinating. So dun, the one dun, dun, one thing dun, what dun, thing do you still struggle with that you struggled with in your youth? Penmanship. <laughs> really? No, seriously. I am the guy that Microsoft Word was invented for. Okay, that's the one thing you're going to say you still struggle with? Oh, no, well, okay. 
I, I don't struggle with acceptance from my parents anymore because they're dead. <laughs> no. So there, I'm done. No, seriously. I okay, mean, okay. So you I, don't, you don't. Nothing from your. See, for me, I look back and I, I look at that effort and I look at that, that deportment, like the temper, holding my temper, and I still, it will be a battle until the day I take my last breath. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, but that's the other interesting thing. You know, we we talk about all the, uh, you know, interesting stories of our childhood, but they, they form us, but they don't define us, yes. right? Amen. So we've we've taken the good, we've kind of stuffed down the bad. Well, no, we've gone to therapy for the bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, dealt with it, but uh, but and sometimes are still dealing with it because it comes, it'll come up right. every once in a but, while. But um, you know, I don't um, uh, you know, I'm not one of those people that go well. If only my parents had done X, yeah, no, or if no only my parents had mm-hmm. done Y, right? Because you know, like all parents, as we discovered ourselves as parents, you know, you do the rest, the best, the best you, can, you can, and the rest what is you up, have, yeah. and the rest is up to God. Amen. You know, because there's no such thing. And you're going to mess a, up, and it's going to, you right. know, my parents, your parents, every, they're human. There's they no did such the thing as the could. perfect parent, right? And you know. If if you're one of those people that your children never ever say to you, well, you know, you didn't, you know, love me, support me, you didn't, uh, you know, you loved uh, uh, whatever. Um, good for you. Uh, my experience is, and we've and we have a very wide circle of friends who all have adult children now, mm-hmm. and we talk to them and and we're like. Your kids everybody say, says everybody the, same, says the thing. same thing, right? Like, yeah, well, gosh, mom, if you had done it this way, well, okay, but and, mom and, did her best at the time, right? And we all and we tell our kids all the all same the time, thing. like we did the we best, did the we, best could, we could. But you know, one of the things that you don't realize as kids, but you realize later, is your parents are learning how to parent at the <laughs> same time the same they're time. parenting you, right? It's OJT. Exactly. There is no manual, you know, the Doctor Spock baby book. Nah, no, no, it didn't really. It's trial and error. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. As it has been for generations before. That's right. So we're still, I I think I'm getting, I think I got an S in an effort in deportment today, which is satisfactory. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay. I haven't failed math in a long time. Because I don't do it. I just hand Jerry the checkbook and he can Mm. take care of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You know, and I can bake and and use math. I, I do fractions really well. Yeah, when it comes to baking. Yes, true. when Very it comes true. to baking. But anyways, I, I, would you have changed your child? I wouldn't change. Would you have changed your childhood? I wouldn't change anything because I think when when we go back and we start thinking about like no, I regret, had a pretty, I had a pretty happy childhood. You know, regret. As my dad used to say, "Don't waste a moment on regret. It is what it is." Yeah. So make the best of where you are. Yeah. You know, you can't and change I just the past. Really, yeah. So you know, it's really have kind of gleaned to that, especially the older I get. Okay. So now, my friends, it's, it's time, time for the, the not, not so, so newlywed game. game. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Am I answering for? I should be answering okay, for you. Go. No, this is actually a question for you. For and me to answer, answer about me. Shh, or can I guess? No, listen to the okay, question. Okay, I'm listening. You're going to answer this. What book do you believe I would most benefit from reading? The Bible. Okay. Besides that, that's that's <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> How to make friends and influence people. Okay. Fair enough. Let's see. What, book? what about me? Um, let me think about that first. And don't say Sun Tzu: Art of War. No. Um, Oh, um, uh, the book I'm reading right now. Um, uh, that, 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 oh, 
This is the hard part of anything. It's a book what on. You, it's a book on, on Bugs leader, Bunny. It, it's a book on leadership written by a couple of ex Navy SEALs. It's it's, it's all about leadership, um, because, Honey Bear, I love you a lot. But you, you know, as as a team leader now for your beauty counter team, um, you. I could use some help. Well, you know how to be a mentor and a I coach. Do. I do, which is not the same as being a leader. A team leader, correct. because you you don't you don't like confrontation with people. No, no. Mm-mm. So um, and I, I avoid I, and that like the plague. I don't actually remember the name of the book, but it's really okay. it was recommended to cool. me by I one guess of I'll my, have to... my buds. Okay, dun, dun dun dun. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, the day before I got married. Um, it was after our rehearsal before you went out with the boys and I went out with the girl. No, we stayed in and watched a movie and you were giving me, um, the kiss goodnight before you went off. Mm -hmm. Um, and you looked at me and you said, I, you looked at me and said, I have never seen a woman more beautiful than you are right in this moment. Oh, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Okay, so what's the best compliment I've ever received? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. You're killing me, Smalls. I, no, I just... You don't remember anything that I've ever said to you that has been encouraging and, and well, complimentary. Yeah, uh, prop, I, you know, I, I think just the very enthusiastic welcome I got coming back from my first deployment was quite the compliment. But oh I, I, I don't... I, I, I really don't. <laughs> Sorry, not not like a moment of like you were very handsome and studly today or something. I'm just um, you're always my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 your own unique form of cheerleading. Quit bitching and go get the job done. Get up off your butt and quit being. That like, is not true. That is not true, sir. I know. That is incorrect. Makes a good story though. Uh huh. That is incorrect. How I I do not talk to you like that. You frequently tell me to get over yourself. I, okay, so this morning I we believe had a conversation. I put your tail, tail back, back on. on. I said, you know, for some, we are, I am glass half full, you are glass half empty. It's how it's always been. That's right, because if the glass is half empty, you can put more bourbon in it. No, that's incorrect. You you tend to see- I'm melancholic. The neg- yes, you are. You tend to see the I'm negative. I'm phlegmatic. 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 <laughs> um, you tend to see the negativity- in That's things, right. whereas I am the opposite. Correct. And it drives you a little crazy sometimes. More than a little tigger. <laughs> so I, this morning we actually had a conversation mm-hmm. where you asked me the question that you ask me every single day, which is a beautiful What's question. What's for dinner? No, the mm-hmm. second question you ask me, Mary, how can I make your day better? Oh yeah. Okay. We started doing this after we'd been to a marriage encounter gosh, 30 years ago. And um, it's something that has greatly improved our communication in our marriage. And so he asked me this morning, so how can I make your day better? And I unleashed the gratitude on you. I said, instead of using a curse word to describe your day or describe a situation, I would like you to say, whenever you feel like you want to drop an F-bomb, I want you to look at me and go, I am so grateful for the life that God has provided me. I just wish da 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 Okay? How's that because going so far? if you were to actually replace that particular word in your vocabulary, sailor, sir, you would be so overflowing with gratitude and grace, it would be stunning. It'd be overflowing with something. <laughs> anyway. 
But there's always room for improvement. <laughs> so always room I will for work improvement. on that. So well, thanks for joining us today, here guys. We go. Another I, you day have the, um, the, down the phone memory number. lane. Dun, 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 we would love it dun, if you dun, would subscribe on. on YouTube. Hold on. I uh, leave a comment. We would love it if you would hit the follow button on pod, on pod on, uh, wherever uh, you listen Apple to your podcast podcasts, or Apple, Spotify, Spotify or whatever. Also, leave a f- what what kind of rating, Jerry? Five star. Jerry baby. only accepts five star. Except five star. And you can always call or text us at, at any questions, or any questions, any comments, comments, recommendations, or recommendations ideas for future podcasts. For at 571-354-0351. That's right, 571-354-0351. Operators are standing by. You can text, you can call, you can leave a voicemail. Booyah. That is the Mary and Jerry podcast, that line. Dun, 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 dun. So, until next time, my friends, we would love... Do you want to leave them with a question? What question? What's Tell for us what... <laughs> Go ahead and leave a message. And tell us, or send a text, tell us what your favorite memory is of elementary school. I would love to know. Oh, my gosh. Mine well, was, now what's scary okay, is what some is, of these people have only been to elementary school like 15 years ago. I know, they're youngsters. So what is youngsters. your favorite memory from elementary school? Recess. Specific event. Recess. Oh, my gosh. That's all I got. Mine was when I was in eighth grade, I got to be the Our Father. Of the of the third joyful mystery in the living rosary, where everybody was is that deck, like the thing where, they go, where, they, where like the whole class does like Lincoln's Gettysburg Address four yes. scores seven years ago. Four Except scores. for I got to say the whole Our Father, which was a pretty big deal because it's the longest prayer in the rosary. Oh, but you had memorized it, so you were in advance. I was in eighth grade. I knew it oh, very well, very well. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I got to wear a brand new. Um, Blue dress because okay. it was during the May. So crowning. it was really all about you got a new dress and shoes and shoes and I looked really pretty. And there you go. There, uh, my I friends, is Mary's, Mary's life in a nutshell. I got to do the Our Father and I got a new dress and shoes. <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go. Boom. Anyways, thanks for joining us, guys. Tapping Until out next of Fight time. Club.